everybody, and welcome to episode 21 of That Was a Hoot, a Rocco's Modern Life recap series. We be in that season three right now, Shad Shubes. That's right. You mind if I call you Shubes? You can. I mean, I've always wanted a nickname. Who's your closest friend? Who's my closest friend? You are. Me? Well, then I guess I should be the one that gives you the nickname. I, uh, I mean, and it's Biscuit. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I've always wanted one so bad, I made up my own. Uh, so my question for you this time. Oh, I forgot. You really <laughs> loaded these up. Don't forget. Am I gonna get? Am so I getting used one, to this? Are which you gonna... one? Which one would you prefer? I don't know if I'm gonna make it happen anymore. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna do it this time. We're done. <laughs> just get a couple episodes of it, and like, <laughs> just, I thought maybe like a you sati- would... satiated pistachio, and then just got done with it. I thought maybe you. I think you could you could keep it up. Maybe at a level of like one question per episode. Oh, that's it. No, I mean like. That's how we just start off every episode, or yeah. just in the middle. That's our that's our that's our where do, beginning where, banter. Where do you want it? I would say. You tell me where you want it <laughs> as as a co producer of this show. Oh, <laughs> I would. I think I, you're the only producer <laughs> on this show. Shad. I would say placement should be at the beginning of the episode, okay. so that we have some beginning banter before we you know get everybody warmed up with the audience. Don't um, we usually before we do have some beginning banter, but sometimes. The question, I think, kind of facilitates some some impromptu banter hmm. uh, that has a little bit of structure to it, such as the questions I have at the end of every segment. Um, so I think that this could this could lend towards that. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little inside baseball there. So which one would you prefer? Would you prefer to have no nice but have really good smelling fingers? No knives? Ni- I meant nose. Sorry. <laughs> Would you prefer to have no nose, no nose, but have really good smelling fingers? Okay. Or be blind, but have really nice smells? Um, I would go with the first one. You want your fingers to smell good. Yeah, because, and I know this, because I went through the whole COVID process. Yeah. You had no nose. I had no nose, and I had no taste. I didn't mind not having the nose. It but... didn't take COVID for you to have no taste. <laughs> <laughs> I've been telling you you've got no taste for years. <laughs> but the the taste is... You want to look like Voldemort, but have your fingers smell delicious. Yes. So tasting super important uh, for me. Seeing is super important. Touching super important. I think of all of the five senses, mm-hmm. what do we got? Taste, touch, smell, see, and hear? Yeah. I think... Smell is Wait, my least favorite. What about sense. the sixth sense? <laughs> Can we just say that the sixth sense is just Haley Joel Osment? It's, just a, it's not. Seen it's just. Dead it's people. just him as a person. It's, yeah. Uh, but Remember think, the time you made that AI movie that was over three hours long and was okay? Was it over three hours long? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I mean, I saw it, but I don't remember. I saw it and I remembered it being over three hours. Long. <laughs> Robin Williams. Was he in it? Was he the robot? No, no, that's not the same movie. Oh, that's a different movie. That's a different movie. Where there was also an artificial intelligence. Yes. Uh, but Haley Joe Osmond was the AI. He was the AI. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. For some reason, I made both of those movies the same movie. I know what you're thinking. And made... I can't remember the name of that movie. I, is Robot. That Bicentennial Man? Yes, that's what it is. Okay. So I can get that one, AI, and... I, Robot. No. No, I already lost it. There was another movie. I was like, I can get all three of these squid mixed games. up real easy. No, nothing to do with Squid Games. That has nothing to do with AI. 
I don't know that little uh, that robot thing that shot lasers at him. Oh, I don't think that was AI though. That was I, I don't know if that was AI. Yeah, that wasn't like sensors and a in a computer chip. That was uh that was somebody controlling that robot. I don't know. I mean, at least somebody was controlling the turrets, and uh, there were people with rifles. That's true. Good point. Yeah, you got points. You watched it. I watched the first episode. Yeah, that that the episode that has that season two is coming. I'll get through it eventually. They call it seasons or series there. Um, I'm gonna say they're gonna call that a season two. Um, it's it, they series do whatever is just they British, want, right? Uh, yes, that's what I meant. Like the actual oh, terminology, not on Netflix. I thought you were talking about when you said over there. I thought you meant over at Netflix. across the pond. <laughs> you meant not, not in. There is a Netflix UK. I'm sure, but I know like in, in the UK. In UK, what is where's that show from? Korea. Korea. That's right. Yeah, South. I don't think they would give us a North Korean show. No, I don't think so either. And if they did, it would most certainly be about Kim Jong-un. <laughs> Definitely. And how cool he is and how they think he's a god. Yes. Because that would be all they could talk about. Yeah, in Britain they call them series. They yeah. call each season as a series. But I didn't know how, like, I know that was a European thing. Because it's not, it's like France does it too in okay. Italy. Gotcha. I mean, I didn't know how far outstretched that went. I didn't know if it was more just like, you know, like, uh, yeah, I don't know how we are like metric and then whatever we call inches and shit like we've talked about here. Imperial is what it's called. I did check it out. Imperialism. <laughs> and it's like we're fucking led by Palpatine here. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like the difference between that, like we're yes. the only ones that do that. But everybody else does this. Is that that's what I meant? I was like, I wonder if if we everybody else, seasons. everybody else calls it a series. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I know here. I know here at least it's season one of Squid Games. It says season one yes. of the thing, not series. But like Netflix, I know Doctor Who used to say series on it. Okay, yeah. Netflix is a is notorious for they do whatever they make up their notorious. own rules. They have, they can have volumes. They can have parts. They can have seasons. They can have mm-hmm. series. They do. They name them whatever. They make collections. Did you watch all of the uh, season four of Stranger Things? Yes. Man, that's uh, that was a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I liked it. It I was really good, but yeah. it was it was long. I mean it was a movie length, right? Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was just an hour. Was it two and a half hours or an hour? And two and a half. half. Okay. Yeah, it's movie It length. was long enough that I we stopped it like three or four times. I <laughs> if I'm watching something in my home, yeah, it's pausing no matter what. I mean, it could be a 30 minute show and it's stopping twelve times. It doesn't matter. Whoa. I can't sit still. Like I have to like get up and go, like, oh I forgot about this, or like okay. I want a snack or whatever. Yeah. So uh, I thank goodness for home entertainment systems uh, because otherwise I'm I'm peeing the couch. Home entertainment systems. Um, but BTS. Like, like at the movie theater. Yes. I need to go pee all the time. And Did I need you ever refills. download that one app uh, for the for the pee? The like pee. what you go like go? It's called like Run Pee 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 Run something like that. Okay. So I I I haven't no. Okay. But I have a question. Have you done it? That app? Yeah. I've downloaded it and I've looked at it before. Does it give spoilers away? How do you know when it? How do you know when that time? Do they give you like? It's like a specific set time. Like you tell them when the movie starts, and they'll tell you at what. So you have to watch your watch. Uh, I think so. Like you just have to look at the time, and they'll tell you specifically like when you should be. But like if I if I were one, I don't think I I don't. They don't try to give you like spoilers or some shit. They're just like, uh, right whenever Thor is about to die, get up and go pee. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was worried about uh and also i don't, I don't i've not seen that movie so if thor dies i'm sorry well i was supposed to go see it last night 
Oh, you didn't go? Well, because I got an email from AMC that said, we're sorry, we have canceled your ticket. Why? Um, for uh, some sort of reason. They didn't really give Gang us Gang violence. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't give us specific <laughs> in there. They said technical difficulties, I think. Um, but it was a sold out. I wonder if it was because. It was sold out show, and then they dropped it out. So I couldn't go see the. I was on my way into Carbondale yeah. for my 7 o'clock yeah. showing. And there, I knew there was a seven thirty, but I just so happened to check my email, and that they didn't. I didn't get a notification on the app or anything. I just knew that there were cells going by. I wonder if it got hit by like lightning or something. Maybe it know. knocked power out there. But you could still get like I could have still gotten a movie ticket to Elvis later on that night. You could have. Um, Elvis was good. I did go see that. Did uh, you go watch that last, last night? night. No. no. <laughs> I was like. No, forget about Thor. I'm gonna go see Elvis. Yeah. No, I saw it when it came, the opening weekend on Elvis. It was it was Austin Butler. Like he did really good. Yeah, I liked him. I don't need to see Tom Hanks in a fat suit, uh, but you did. But I did. Uh, there was a little bit like it was. I I didn't like that it was. It started and ended. It was a Colonel Parker story with like Elvis in it, and I didn't. I thought that was kind of weird. But other than that, I have no complaints. Yeah. Um. And I felt like they could have gotten somebody else besides Tom Hanks to play it. And they just felt like probably since they were hiring Austin Butler, who's not known to the masses um, to play Elvis, they probably needed a big name to be their other his his counterpart. Yeah. In that. And but I just I was like, ah, I, I could have taken or leave it. I would have rather seen somebody who was actually maybe had some weight on them instead of getting somebody in a fat suit to do a voice. Like, how many larger Dutchmen are in the acting game? They could have hired somebody else. A large Dutchman? Yeah, because Colonel Parker is, like, Dutch, I think. No. Uh, can you name a large Dutchman that acts? <laughs> no, but I'm not a casting director. <laughs> Neither am I. <laughs> I was just curious. <laughs> like, I think, well, he's dead, so that wouldn't have worked, but I was like... Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes, that's exactly Oh, shit! <laughs> It's like that would have been I would have went to him, but he's he did, not he did look like a large Dutch baby. <laughs> he's not the, available. In, in his prime, he is not available. <laughs> he did that Masters movie in 2016 and said, I'm out, guys. <laughs> See ya. He retired from acting. Permanently. Oh man. Episode three, segment one, sugar frosted frights. Uh we've got ourselves a little Halloween episode up. That's right. Uh, coming out on October 30th, 1995. So. Oh, I didn't pay attention that it was yeah, the Halloween, Halloween Eve. Halloween. And also in the show, it's Halloween, Halloween Eve. Eve in O-Town. Yes. Uh, Rocco is dressed as really, really big man. Uh, Heifer is hopping, is the hopping Haitian. Uh, he's in a glow in the dark face on his chest. Uh, they go to Filbert's house where Filbert is scared and hiding. Filbert's hiding in a shell. So he looks out headless, or so he looks headless, rather. Um, and when Heifer tried to get him out, he shakes Filbert, and his neck looks like the inside of a magic eight ball. Filbert uh, tells the story of his crazy Aunt Gretchen from when he was a kid. She lived uh, in a tank. like she, she started out in a water tank as a turtle and then just grew into the tank, mm -hmm. essentially, and never got out of it. Um, and she always watched him on Halloween night when his parents went out. Uh, she told him scary stories about if he ate candy, the hopping Hessian would uh, get him and Rocco and Heifer uh, drag him out to trick or treat anyways. You know, how old are they at this point? I'm going to say Not they're trick -or -treat in their age, 20s. Right? 
not trick or treat age. No, I mean Rocco owns a house. Right. Um. So we gotta assume. So does Filbert, but it's a trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's Heifer true. lives with, lives his, with parents. his parents yeah. still, but I think that's just because he's deadbeat. That's by choice, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they got to be in their 20s. Yeah. Not trick-or-treating. No. But everybody lets them get away with it. That's anyways. right, yes. Uh, the first house they go to, the lady refuses to give them any candy because she says Rocco has already been there. Uh, we see that really, really big man is in a Rocco costume <laughs> walking around. That's got to be flattering. Like I mean, you're literal, you're a literal hero that you read about in comic books, and is a real life hero. Superhero dresses yeah. up as you. Yeah, that's like the most sincere form like of flattery. Superman dressing up like me. Yeah, so I'm not a big Superman fan, but yeah. yes, whoever your best, you know, your favorite superhero is. Yeah. Uh, so we see him walking around in the Rocco costume, and ladies mixed up, uh, both of them. Uh, the next house, they get some candy, and Filbert gets his first taste of Halloween candy. Gets that crack. Uh, he gets jacked up on it and goes mad for candy. Uh, he breaks into a lady's house and just starts eating sugar out of a bag. <laughs> Filbert has gone mad and runs past the old photo hut, uh, but Rocco and Heifer are scared to go there because that's where the hopping Hessian lost his legs. After rescuing Filbert, they are on their way out when a squirrel points out that the hopping Hessian is behind them. They make a run for it, but the Hessian cuts them off, and the last thing we see is Filbert's glasses hitting the ground. One year later, Filbert wakes up and goes over to Rocco's house, only to find that Rocco, Heifer, the hopping Hessian, and Gordon are there looking at pictures from last Halloween. Who's Gordon? Gordon's the foot. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like... <laughs> I was trying to think of what's going on here. I don't remember that from the thing. Uh, so they, they uh, then Filbert freaks out because he wants to know who took all these pictures that they're all in from the from that night. The end. Well, and and because Gordon is in there because the hopping Hessian doesn't have a leg. Yeah. And when he's hopping around, he's holding his leg uh-huh. up, and we find out that it's just Gordon. And Gordon, they're like, you guys serve the... Gordon's voice is basically like Casey Kasem, isn't it? Yes. Like, it sounds almost yes. like, hey, you guys. Yeah, like absolutely. That kind of a thing. And uh, and Gordon, they say something like, uh, did Gordon serve... Gordon served in the Revolutionary War with you, right? And the Hopping <laughs> Hessian's like, yeah, he did. And then Gordon's like, he's just a friend of my dad's or something like that. And I just help him out every year. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> So messed up. Uh, my question to you this episode is what is your favorite Halloween candy? Uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. I love Reese's drop it. That's, that's, that's the it. mic that's drop. Where it's going. What about you? Um, I would go specifically with the, uh, probably the Reese's pumpkins. I like the, I like the shapes better. They have a, they have more peanut butter to chocolate ratio. Yeah. Um, so I would go with the pumpkin specifically. Cool. Uh, so if bald people worked in a restaurant, do they still need to wear hair nets? Mm, um, no, they don't. No? Uh, if they don't have any hair. Are they baldine or are they bald? Bald. So they look like, like Mr. Willy, Queen. Wooly Willy, like they're... Or that. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever mascot you want to so go with. No, no, no beard. We know no real bald people. <laughs> no, no beard. <laughs> no beard hair, no head hair, no nothing. I don't know. It doesn't specify the beard hair. Uh, I mean, beard hair, they need to wear a beard net. But yeah. you're asking about a hair net specifically for the top of your head. No, absolutely not. Yeah. When you worked at a restaurant before, did no. you have... What? You worked at a restaurant before. <laughs> I was I was pre-answering the question. I didn't okay. wear a hair net. Okay. I know you... I know, well, at that point in time, did you have longer hair? Yes. Okay. So didn't wear a hair net. Who did, knows? It was be, my Were high there people years. there that were 
beard that had to wear beard nets? Did no. they provide beard there nets was in no, the first place? There's no beard and or hair nets. Did they have provided. a box that was no box? No, no. Gotcha. Not even there. Not at all. Um would have been would we have wore been, hats. What would you have done if somebody preemptively was like, they're not gonna provide it? I'm wearing the hair net and they brought it in that we're wearing it the whole time. Um, at that point I was in high school, I probably would have like goofed on them. Uh <laughs> classic goof. <laughs> but like <laughs> Now I'd be like, do your thing, man. Whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm le- way less judgy these mm-hmm. days. I'm more like, I'd, it's not two hurting year, me, right? Two years of wearing a mask can make you less judgy about a lot <laughs> I mean, of stuff. I don't think it was the mask. I, I'm, I'm, I meant before then, but I'm just saying, like, that definitely helps. When you're, when you're in high school, you're definitely, like, urged to, uh, yeah. You're urged <laughs> to uh, to pick on people. But, like, as yeah. you hit your 20s and you're all by yourself, you're like, I don't care what anybody does. Like, yeah matter to me you do you boo yeah absolutely how about you any at the restaurant no no i didn't no, think so not really yeah we always had hats and stuff like that but that was yeah. the extent of it and and we always were supposed to wear our hat with our emblem of the restaurant on the hat yeah um and everything and i always did that for sure uh which i'm sure kept most of it in and who knows you know at, at any given point in my high school time i could have shoulder length hair i could have had a shaved head it was yeah. just we we went through a cycle. I noticed whenever you were uh, performing on stage as the Can't Get Rights, yes, uh, that you wear a wide brimmed hat, almost Indiana Jones esque. Most every time, if I can, mm-hmm. yeah. If it's heavy wind day, I can't because it'll blow right off my nog. Yeah. Do you just opt no hat that day, or do you have other hat that you wear? I just that's wear another tighter? hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever wear like like regular like ball hat stuff? Like usually not. I, I uh, like there's a paper, newspaper boy hat. I usually wear my my normal outfit is a vest. Yeah, and uh, a, a fun shirt uh, underneath it, maybe mm-hmm. a band shirt or like um, a character shirt of some sort. No, is this just that's your choice? Like that's my for, choice. specifically yeah. for that band, would you wear something different or at another show? Like if it was just a um, I typically if I'm playing by myself, uh-huh. I don't vest. And yeah. I, I'll I'll wear I'll be a you little more casual. You would say that you'd make an investment, aha, in the can't get rights. Yes, yeah. yeah. I I mean I I did for a while try to do vest and and wide brim hat for for can't get rights, and then wear like short sleeve button up shirts when I'm playing by myself mm-hmm. as like a a distinction. Uh, gotcha. But sometimes you, you wear... just make sure that you, everybody knows that you are different people. Yes. But then sometimes I do wear uh, short sleeve button up shirts that can't get right. So I just got, I yeah. mix and mingle. That's cool. Uh, mix and mingle things. I I know that when I wear a ball cap and a short sleeve button up shirt, it starts to feel like Jimmy Buffett, and I try to stay away from that. Yeah. Because uh, I just always imagine Jimmy Buffett with like a button up parrot shirt mm-hmm. and a ball cap on. and a margarita in each hand. <laughs> yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. And he sings into the microphone just like with his hands up, that's like right. he doesn't know where they go. Yeah. And then also it's like. Uh, like like facebook.com slash the can't get rights right uh no the on there somebody no. else has got that facebook.com so slash, slash can't get, can't rights. get rights uh and fun, then and the then, fun thing is like and then everything's on spotify you know like the link tree thing right like the oh yeah like, i know link tree like link what is it L- link tr.ee yeah uh slash the can't get rights yeah has all kinds of like things in there where you can there's a button that will take you straight to like our events page to yeah. see all of our shows coming up there's one that goes straight to our YouTube page where you can see all of our like music videos sure. and stuff like that. There's one that takes you straight to Spotify, whatever from there. So if you go to Linktree, that'll hook you up. And if you also go to link the Linktree thing slash IFNZ podcast. Whoa. Or is it IFNZ? I don't know. I don't remember what I it is. I think it's IFNZ. Probably. That sounds about right. That'll take you to all of our stuff. Yeah. As well. And it'll, it'll hot link you uh, to uh, 
to, straight to the playlist for all this stuff on YouTube of That Was a Hoot. It'll take you to the IFNC podcast uh, episodes, uh, to our Facebook page, our social medias, yeah. and all that stuff there, too. I don't know how you feel about it, but I think this is probably the most interesting segment of the episode. Where we talk about things that aren't the, or not the, or not about Rocco. Isn't about Rocco? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I know. All I don't know that is that episode three, segment two is called Ed is Dead. Um, Spooky. So Ed is yelling at Bev about how to trim the shrubs while he's raking a single leaf because he has a condition wart. Uh, <laughs> later that night, Rocco is woken by the sound of Ed yelling. And from the silhouette in the window, it looks like Bev is killing Ed. Oh, no. The next day, Rocco is nervous about what he saw. It sounded like Ed then when you did that. <laughs> oh, no. And he, uh, he peeks in on Bev, uh, and it looks like she is digging and burying an edge-shaped something into an edge-shaped hole. Uh, then Bev drives away. Rocco decides to go in the house and look for Ed. Uh, before Rocco can get out of the house, Bev returns. Rocco sneaks into the basement and has a run-in with Earl. Uh, escaping Earl, he runs into Bev upstairs, who invites him to dinner. But Rocco runs, screaming, out of the house. Spunky uh, runs out of the house that night while it's storming, and Rocco follows him into the Big Head's yard. Uh, in the bushes, he sees Kill Ed and then uh, runs into Bev and confronts her. She explains that what Rocco saw was a meat sculpture of Ed that she was trying to make and messed up. This is like my favorite part because it's like raining outside and it's like very ominous looking, like uh -huh. a really good crescendo for like a, a thriller movie. Right. And, uh, I don't know. I, I love this part because I don't. I don't think you have it in the notes here. But she explains like why the show the show the hole was Ed shaped. And it's because her oh, yeah. shovel that's right. is in the shape of Ed. <laughs> like, it's it, like was a, of, it was a it was an anniversary anniversary present. present. So it's like in the shape of Ed. So everything they dig is in the shape <laughs> of Ed. <laughs> Rocco asks Ed, uh, where Ed is, and then uh, is when the storm clears up. All of a sudden, Ed pulls up in a taxi. Uh, he was just uh, uh, he was just gone getting the wart removed. Uh, Bed's so happy to see Ed, and Rocco's happy that his neighbor's not dead or murdered or anything like that. The end. <laughs> uh, it was uh, it was just it wrapped up quite nicely. It did. Um, what do you think is the best food to make a food sculpture out of? Like, is is ground meat? Because she said a meat sculpture. I'm assuming that it's like ground beef. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From the way it looked. Uh, is that a great sculpting food? Food? I would be willing to say that for me, it would probably be like cheese, like a good hard cheese. Mm, cheese, would, you know, like sculpting. with like even just like a, a cheese shredder, you know, yes. or like a, like the little um, what what is it called? The utensil that has like the little handle and the wire. Oh yeah, you know, so like you can mm -hmm. cut cheese with it. I guess maybe just a cheese cutter. I don't yeah. know, whatever it is. But that could almost act as like that's you true. could get good shape and texture with that. that. Is, yeah, as that's like a good thing. point. I feel like that would probably that would be more like like sculpting in like that purest sense, right? And you know, like you're not really so much chiseling, but it would look more like, hey, I made a statue. Yeah, I was gonna go with like a like a mashed potato, mm -hmm. but a very dry mashed potato that isn't like almost like it's a powder. <laughs> no, not like like not like that. You want it like the 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 driest and like not super finely mashed potatoes so that you've got some some uh, hold on it still like it can still kind of do that part of it I, I think that would maybe work but i like the cheese i think that's the best for like for sculpting yeah. maybe potato for molding cheese for sculpting 
Yeah. I feel like the, the potato rule. and the ground beef would probably be very similar in that sense. Like yeah. they probably have that same, like they would hold up about the same. Yeah. Maybe not the, not more dried mashed yeah. potato, but somewhere similar. Yes, absolutely. Um, So which one of these would you choose? Would you choose to be alive and alone or about to die with a group of friends? Alive and alone. Yeah. Same. I think, I think same. <laughs> Fuck people. I can, I mean, I can get a lot done by myself, I guess. <laughs> Like yeah, I, I feel, I feel like there's some some potential for productivity. Yeah, uh, and uh, and you can still consume a lot. Um, I get it takes a long time for me to get lonely. Uh, like, so I think I'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. <laughs> uh, so episode four, segment one, fish and chumps. Uh, this came out November eleventh, ninety five. That's on Veterans Day. Eleven eleven. Happy Veterans Day, everybody. Here we go. We're going to talk about some Heifer and Filbert. They're at Rocco's front yard in the dark. Filbert tells Heifer he's got a glow-in-the-dark sea hunter dive watch, and he makes him ask him what time it is. <laughs> I love this because it comes up so many times in the episode. Yes, you you can bring it up more because I didn't put it in I, in the in the show notes. I I skimmed I skipped over it a lot. It's just so much like because it happens like in every scene. Yes, like they're at, what, the scene directly after this. He like it's like not even dark. He's just like, hey Philbert or hey Heifer, after what time it is. <laughs> uh, the both uh, they both have fishing poles and are starting to cast into Rocco's bedroom window to see what they can catch. In Rocco's messy room is a cactus that they pull out, a chainsaw, bowling pins, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, they first catch the alarm clock, and then his underwear, his dresser, and then eventually everything in the room, including Rocco. They tell Rocco that he was supposed to take them fishing today, and so that's what they go do. Uh, they get uh, they get a captain. Evidently, they need to get a, a sea captain to take them fishing, uh, who is a walrus with two peg legs, two peg arms, and two eye patches. With wooden eyes underneath them, or not even eyes, they're just wooden pegs sticking yeah. out of those eye holes. Uh, the captain loads the boat and sets sail, but without the guys, uh, we decide they decide to take the other boat called the Lucky Strike without the person we know now as Crappy Jack. Uh, they hook a worm who screams and goes absolutely nuts. Uh, then they decide to use cheese bait, and a giant albino squid pops and says, "Hey, can I have some cheese?" <laughs> Uh, they then switch to plumpy wieners for bait. With when a Rocco, Z. Oh, yeah, wieners with a Z. <laughs> of course, why not? Uh, when Rocco casts them, uh, another line uh, with a wiener comes off on the boat uh, from the other side. That's right. Uh, Hepford then imitates Crappy Jack for a while and then declares at lunchtime. They all get their sandwiches from the Wigloo cooler. And the uh, sandwiches have strings tied to them uh, when they are eating them. They aren't sure who made the sandwiches and then realize they see the strings. Uh, Heifer has finished his and almost gets pulled into the water. Uh, they all panic and start to prep to head to shore when they realize that Rocco's life vest has a string on it. He panics even more, but is, a but is able to get it off right before he gets pulled into the water. We finally see that the lines are coming from an upside-down boat underwater, and there are two sea creatures fishing, quote-unquote, in it. Uh, one says, I almost got that one that time. And I like the camera angle pan because it does like the full, like, twist. like a little upside down, like yeah. Stranger Things style twist. That's right. This is the upside down before Stranger Things. That's right. Uh, the guys are throwing everything overboard so as to not get caught again. 
and Heifer even pulls the engine off the boat and throws it into the water too. They try to call on the radio and get what they think is the Coast Guard, but they tell them to abandon their boat, take their clothes off, and cover themselves in breadcrumbs. Rocco <laughs> hangs up, and we see that it was the sea creatures that were trying to fish them. Filbert watches that Heifer uh, had knocked into the water earlier, then floats back to the service. Filbert gets it, uh, gets it, and then others see that it has a string tied to it. The sea creatures start to reel Filbert in, and then they're holding on to him with the when Crappy Jack shows up. So this is the part that I skipped over in the notes, but all throughout, obviously, Heifer is being driven nuts by Filbert going, yeah. ask me what time it is, and then Heifer gets angry at one point and knocks the throws the watch into the water. Yeah. And uh, so then this is where it resurfaces. Um, and and he just can't, uh, Filbert just can't help himself to get his watch back. Um, it cra- looks expensive. I bet he paid decent money. For he it. probably mailed in like four proofs of purchase on some cereal mm-hmm. box and got. I thought you were going to say cigarettes for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of Marlboros. <laughs> Crappy Jack, though he shows up, doesn't stop. And we hear that he's still telling the guys a story because he thinks that they're in his boat. I forget that he just drives by. <laughs> he just drives by. <laughs> uh, just when uh, they're about to slip into the water, the giant albino squid saves them because he wants some more cheese. Uh, the squid gets them home, but Rocco's house turns out that it's not really his house and is attached to the fishing line, and the sea creatures are pulling the whole house down the road with them inside it. The end. Yay. Uh, so this was actually my, uh, of these this epi- this segment of, or these sets of segments, whatever I'm trying to say, uh, this was the one that caught my attention the most because I thought this really has a horror element to it that, it's not portrayed mm-hmm. as a horror element, but yeah. to a, be out at sea and everything be like attached to a fishing line that's being completely pulled into stranded. The water. You can't go anywhere, and then you have no idea what's going to yeah. try and grab you and pull you. It's underneath. almost like a. Uh, it's definitely a, a Jordan Peele kind of like movie, oh, yeah. yeah kind of element to it. Like, and but with it being the sea creatures underneath, it gives a, a goofy element. But I was wondering if this was if you were to present this as a horror movie pitch, what would the, the thing be that was doing the casting? Like what, what could that villain or that, that, uh, that bad thing be that is trying to catch these humans on a boat? I don't know. That might almost be something like, I was going to say like in, in a stranger things esque fashion, if there's something like a rift at the bottom of the lake, like yeah. a separate dimension that's on the other side and somebody's trying to pull them in like a Pacific rim kind of like yeah. Kaiju opening in the bottom of the mm-hmm. ocean. And there's like other people or creatures on the other side that are trying to pull them in mermaids. Yeah, there we go. Like evil mermaids like fucked up. Like, like the mermaids that look like the skeleton mermaids that we see that yes. are like, they're super hyper realistic. Like the kind of Pirates of the Caribbean kind of mermaids. Yeah. Kind of like, cause those were kind of evil mm-hmm. looking, right? So it still or could, Harry be, like, Potter it could be like sea creatures, but they look fucking horrifying. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. That would, that almost seems like Shyamalan would handle that. Yeah. Like would probably do a cool, like lady in the water. Yeah. Kind of be, it's the sequel to lady in the water <laughs> a little bit. We needed that. <laughs> Do you think if anything is possible, it's still possible for anything to be impossible? <laughs> um, yes. Cool. Uh, episode four, segment two is called Camera Shy. This one, we start off with 
heifer recording Rocco and at one point calls it Rocco's modern home. (laughs) Uh, they're making a video for Rocco to send to his parents in Australia to show them what his life is like there in America. Uh, then uh, they record Rocco at kind of a lot of comics and then try to get Spunky to do a trick. Uh, Spunky sticks up his butt in the air to get ready to do a trick, uh, but then the camera battery dies, so we don't get to see what the amazing trick is. But we know that it is one of Heifer's favorites, and it is absolutely awesome. amazing. And both Heifer and Rocco are really excited yes. for it. Uh, Heifer wants to spice up the video, so he has Bev do a cooking with Bev segment to make a fly cake. Uh, Ed gets mad that they're in the house and kicks them out. Rocco is uh, tired and ready for bed, but Heifer and Filbert still want to keep filming for a bit. So they set up outside Rocco's window to catch him in a late night walking to get a drink of milk in the nude. <laughs> uh, the next day, they return to the camera, the camera to the Chameleon Brothers video store. And they got 57 hours worth of footage on this camera. In maybe one day. And it kind of seemed like it was Yeah, it was only in one day. (laughs) Somehow. Uh, The brothers sell them uh, an editing service to make a movie for Rocco's parents. The movie is now titled La Vie Modern de Pinto. And is very (laughs) much an art film and seems to be focused around Spunky specifically. Uh, they are premiering it at the Chameleon Cafe, which is underneath the video store. And uh, and Rocco hasn't even seen it. They're just premiering it to the cafe goers. Right. So uh, noted here, I believe this is the first video of real life. Oh, yeah. Because there's a speed up shots of clouds moving in the sky in I don't, real life. I don't remember. Not, edited, not, scene, not animated. Yes. I don't remember seeing that before. No. Did we have we cut to an image of like a real life animal no, or anything? No, not at that point. Yet. Not at that point yet. So this is like the first kind of crossover mm-hmm. into that kind of uh, mixed media mm-hmm. in a way that we see a lot in in like spongebob and everything going forward after this is over but this is also to note that we've brought back the chameleon brothers cafe so yes. it's this the second time that we've mentioned it in this episode or in is this episode or was that the first that was episode? that was last episode yeah okay so in episode 20 we brought back the chameleon brothers cafe and also note that they have a video and editing service above stairs so they've owned this entire building but have two <laughs> separate businesses yes uh Rocco goes to the video store only to find out that everyone is watching his movie in the cafe and he is nude in it with the sweet black sensor bar. That's right. Uh, The brothers introduce Rocco as Rococo (laughs) and he is not happy about everyone watching the film. Bev is a big fan of the movie and buys nine copies of it because she is a horny toad. I, uh, I don't. I feel like I might be wrong. Is this the first time they reference him as Rococo? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I mean he's had interactions with him before, but I don't think they've called him Rococo no. before, it. and that's definitely it's just out for this. Me. It's it's the kind of just all leaning heavily into like the French art film type of thing, and they're yeah. just giving everything that kind of a yeah. aesthetic, including their star. Yes, uh, the brothers tell Rocco that they have already distributed the movie all over town. Uh, there are eleven thousand copies of it, and Rocco sets out to get all of them. Uh, he does actually accomplish it, but Heifer has submitted one of them to the Australian Film Festival for some reason. Rocco then later gets a parent a letter from his parents. Uh, they went to the film festival in question and are very, very proud of him. They sent him $10, American, and a bunch of sensor bars for him to sign for all of their friends and family. <laughs> and they also got a letter that they won the Australian Film Festival. Rocco makes them erase all the videotapes despite the success. 
And while erasing them, they stumble across one that is not theirs called Toads in Love, an intimate tape of Ed and Bev's. <laughs> the end. Oh, uh, so my question on this episode is, is there any moment in time that you wish you had a video recording of? Like if you could go back and have a video camera in your possession, what's something that you wish you had had captured? Hmm. Um, man. See, a lot of it's it's hard because once we actually start mentioning that, it makes me think of different videos that actually uh, exist hmm. of me out there probably still. Um, and it makes me wonder, like, what's a new, another moment that didn't get captured that I wish could have been captured? Right, yeah. Um, I guess I'll go for, like, a sweet one first. I wish I could have had uh, maybe, like, a secret camera or something videotaped whenever I asked Mandy to propose to me because it was in private. And it might have made for something really as just, like, a cute little memory. Yeah, you asked her to propose to you? Or you proposed to her? When I proposed to her. Gotcha. Sorry. <laughs> You're okay. I was um, like, wait a second. I didn't know this story. You you said, hey, will you ask me to marry you at some point? <laughs> no, I did not. I didn't <laughs> phrase it that way, and that was that's my bad. That would have been I, I cool. Don't, I don't do words well. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad we're in a words medium. Uh, the other one was, and I, I believe it got deleted, and I think it would be fun or funny to have. I had a video camera that belonged to my brother at one point in time, mm. a long time ago, to in um it was at uh grandma's house because he was living there in the little apartment and I had it and it was plugged into the TV so I could see myself, but I guess I also hit record on accident and I was just doing a bunch of dumb shit mm. where I even was like I'm Dolly Parton and I like squeezed my boobs yeah. together and I did dumb a bunch of dumb shit and uh, I remember now after the fact that it was recording that my brother found it and showed it to like everybody over there including like my mom and everybody that's funny and i got fucking pissed <laughs> like super super mad like ran yeah. out of the house went into the car and told him that if they didn't delete it that i was just going to be livid kind yeah. of a thing so they ended up deleting it and stuff but now looking back on it, i wish i still had that yeah. just because it would have been something dumb and goofy to have from right. when i was a kid <laughs> absolutely what about you um, on, I, I feel like we did a lot of video recording of some stuff. Like I feel as though there is into the episode, hey, uh, there are, I, does anybody have the, the videos that you and I and Bo did still, do you have them? Uh, if I have them, those are in, uh, on the same things that the video, uh, that the camcorder would have played the, those type, the size of tapes. Mm. Um, I think there were like 90 millimeter tapes or something like that. Oh, I hear you. Um, cause they were only like this big mm -hmm. and, uh, those would be in my, in like the spare room where we you. used to do band practice yeah. at, um, at mom's house. Yeah. I see. So they'd probably be in there somewhere. So that would be, that would be something cool to have that. Like there are things that we've recorded mm -hmm. that I don't have access to. Yeah. And I don't know if they even still exist. Like there's that, there's some stuff that we, that I recall us trying to do like dumb stunty type type jackass type oh, things yeah. at one point in time that I don't know if that still exists. That's even way older than the other stuff. And see, that was, I only had a limited number of tapes too. So some of that stuff could Just have been recorded over. Re -recorded yeah. over so as there's, well. there's that stuff where we were like, we were trying to record ourselves. I know and I, don't know I would not exists. have filmed over like Turkish woods of Turkey yeah. window in the woods, stuff like that. Pool sharks, all that stuff that would have been kept separate so or, there's that or stuff was filmed after it and i feel like there's probably 
we took a lot of pictures at, at, at different times, but I don't know if we did recordings of like the initial like radium skies improvado type scenario. Like I, band actually just, I don't think we took pictures of it. I feel like it was just like audio recording. There's a lot of, of yeah. Because so, I still have the CDs of Improvado Sessions okay. 1 and 2. Gotcha. So those are like, those are the things that I, I'm like, oh, the performance stuff. The, like, I don't think there's a recording, a performance of us playing at T-Bay's, like the very first Botch Manifold show. No. That would have been cool to have, just yeah. to have that. There's a, like an open mic night I did with my grandpa, uh, and I don't have a recording of that. Like yeah. we weren't walking around with phones in our pockets, you know, no. let alone having someone who felt like they would do that. So I think a lot of mine is performance based of going like, yeah, I wish I could see what that looked like, no matter how bad it was. Cause it probably was bad no matter what. Sure. Um, but there's definitely those. There's a lot of shows that we didn't end up getting pictures or recordings of. There yeah. were some pictures of like when we played at studios a I couple got the different times, video. but I don't, I don't yeah. have any video of it. I've got that. Yeah. Yeah. I do have that. I can share that with you. Yay. Um, but yeah, th I think that the things that when it comes down for me is like, if it was performed, I want to see it performed. Right. So I wish I wish I had that. Yeah. Well, I wish that podcast day wasn't such a dangerous day. This has been IFNZ production. Yay.